A Lazarus taxon is a group of living things that are assumed to be extinct, but then later are discovered to exist either in the fossil record or are unexpectedly found to be alive on the planet today. Yes, I'm go leave. Leave and go oh. get away from me. Oh. Yeah, she, went, she went to go see her dad. She got sick of her s- sitting down there. <laughs> she's I'm hit like her she's hit her toddler stage, I think. Oh no. It was heating we made pot roast yesterday. Ooh. So it was heating oh she came back. She <laughs> was heating some up leftovers and okay. she came into the kitchen and she just started she like barked once <laughs> like sassy bark because she wanted food oh so no. she's been doing stuff like that if you little turd yep she's in her terrible twos oh, she no. did that to him the other day no she did that to me i was cooking dinner on saturday and she ran into the kitchen went yeah barked at me once and then ran out and i went <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like, I guess. All right. Okay, oh, kid. Man. Yeah, so she's being a little. Mm. Oh, Ray ate the um toilet paper like a corn cob the other day. <laughs> I was getting, I have a video I should show you. I, um, so I was getting ready for work and I look over because I can see she's like biting the toilet paper and she's done this like when it's like, you know, in the bag, she'll like find it, tear a roll out. So I gave her a roll a long time ago and she tore it to shreds, but she hadn't done it in a long time. So I looked over at her and here she's like taken two hunks, like not just like a couple layers, it was like six or seven layers, like hunks. With her paper. claws or with, no, her, with her teeth? No. She like actually like was like sunk her teeth in it. It wasn't like just like a little nibble, it was like a whole like chomp. <laughs> what what brand of toilet paper is she doing this to? Charmin. Oh <gasps> that's blas- that's blasphemous. I know it's like the good one too. That's blasphemous. <laughs> that's the best stuff. Charmin is the best stuff. Yep. And then really she did that to Charmin. That's so oh, yeah. disrespectful. Those poor and- bears. They work hard for their money and she disrespects oh, yeah. them like that. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's like it tastes good. Do you, video. do you remember in college how Kathy and I and the duplex we shared our bat we had a bathroom together? Yeah. And we would go off, we do the chores that go off and on, take turns on who would have to pay for toilet paper and replace it. Yep. Well, my butt is very spoiled and like dainty. My butt's like royal, where it's ne- it doesn't have calluses and it's had like worked and stuff, like Kathy's, I guess. Because when it was her turn, she bought like the cheapest, cheap, like biggest, like you know, like twelve rolls or something of this, like, and it was like sandpaper. And every time I used it, I would get a rash, and I don't know. <laughs> I remember too because we went to um so I had to go to Walmart to get groceries and she's like oh mm-hmm. I'll come I was like okay she goes in there the one thing she had to get was toilet paper did she <laughs> forget it she <laughs> forgot it didn't she <laughs> yep. yep so we went out to the car because we're done checking out <laughs> and then she's like oh I forgot the toilet paper I was like 
really? <laughs> so she ran back in, grabbed the first one she saw, yep. and that was a sandpaper. <laughs> and it lasted forever. Because oh, no, I can't like get rid of it because I have to use it because otherwise it will be a waste and I can't yep. be wasteful. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think, didn't you have like your own little stash of toilet paper too? Or was that in the dorms? I kept, no, I kept one because just in case we ran out, we would like, always have a spare. Like, it was, like, reserved. The sandpaper or the good stuff? No. Okay. Gosh, no. That's, like, <laughs> give that to Ray. Um, <laughs> yeah, she'll, she'll eat No, it. like, the good stuff. It was, like, Charbon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, did it in college, too, like, in the dorms, like, that you'd have, like, your own little stash, I think, during your sophomore year, like, because... The stuff in the dorms was not nice either. I mean, it was better than the sandpaper. Was it yes, really? It, oh yeah. <laughs> I had ra- I, I had get I got rashes. Oh no. No, the stuff in the dorms was very um, thin, so you could. Like, I mean, it was like Kleenex. Mm-hmm. No, I Kleenex was better. It was like tissue paper, you know, like the gift wrapping stuff. That's how <laughs> yeah. thin it was. You could no. like put it. I I did it. I remember doing this. You could put it over your phone screen and still like read whatever text was on your phone screen. Yeah, that's, that's our how, good good yep. tuition going. That's where my yeah. tuition money went. Nope. Yep. At least get good to- toilet paper. Like that's the thing. You spend all this money and then like. You at least got to be comfy while you're there, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, oh, should we talk about my, my cake from uh, the other day? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so this is part it's two. It's so trashy. I'm sorry to everybody no. that gets that cake, but it is trashy. <laughs> this is part two of Katrina's Cake Chronicles. Um, so, yeah. So I had a customer. She called, like, super early in the morning, like, at, like 8 o'clock. And um, she's like, hi, I have a weird request. I need a cake for tomorrow. And she's like, <laughs> tomorrow? What? Oh, you'd be surprised at how like, really? late some people are. People ask for like an, like an hour. And I'm like, no, especially in the summer. Like, I can't an get it done in an hour. Yeah, that's not possible. None of them are ever wedding cakes, right? Well, have you got one that was a wedding cake before? Like the day before the not wedding? Not the day before. I had a lady come in two weeks before a wedding cake. And I was like, I can try. Oh my gosh. I was like, the cake is not an issue, but the flowers, I was like, I don't know for sure what kind of we can get. And then she was like, oh, that's fine. It's like, just like neutral colors. I was like, okay. But yeah, she loved it. Oh and my it was gosh. Really pretty, but like, yeah, I was like, su- I was surprised because like usually Two the wedding cake, weeks? I was like, usually that's like a couple mine months. Mine were months. Mine was months. I think yep. I, in March and I got married in July. Mm-hmm. That's pretty March. normal though. Yeah. yeah. But then yeah. I, I like dropped off the wedding cake topper, I think two weeks prior to the wedding. Oh, sure. I think. Yeah. Or maybe a week, but that's just yeah. dropped off a topper. Yeah. And that's like, that's respectful and normal. But like, yeah, we get a lot of people that call like, um, that was the only wedding cake that I've had to do <laughs> like that quickly. Um, but yeah cakes like birthday cakes and stuff people especially when i'm super busy in the summer people will call like and be like can i get a cake in a couple of hours and we're like no no because i swamped and then um i mean I you can come buy a cake like a naked cake but you can't come get a custom cake in an hour exactly yeah and people will get mad be like, <laughs> but it's like, so- why do people get mad it's so weird just do it yourself there's so- all these youtube videos pinterest exists do it yourself mm-hmm. don't get mad there was one lady, she called, 
I think it was the day before that she wanted it. And I was swamped like the day that day and like the next day when she wanted it. And um she was like, Well, I just want like a base ice cake, just like simple ice cake with like a white trim. That's it. And I'm like, Okay, well, so it's gonna be like around like five o'clock because I have tons of other stuff to do. And she goes, yep. Really? Why can't but it's just a simple ice cake? And I'm like, Well, ma'am, <laughs> I tried to be calm, before. but I was like, oh. Yeah, I was like, call like three or like four days at least, mm-hmm. and then I can maybe work it in. But it's like she called the day before, and, she, and then I was like trying not to like sound sassy, but I was just like, well, there's a lot of other cakes, a lot of people that called days before, mm-hmm. and I cannot get yours, push yours ahead just because it's simple. And mm-hmm. she goes, well, I guess I'll have to call my my family and see what they think. And I was like, okay, that's fine. So she called back. She's like, I guess we'll do it at five. I'm going to go, okay. Cool. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then she comes in at like 4.30 to pick it up. I'm like, oh, are you no. shitting me? I had it done, but I was like, I was tempted to say it's not done until five. <laughs> I would have done that, I think. Just, there's so many people, I totally too. I would have done like, that. There's been a lot of people recently that have been like pushing it. And I'm like, you got to be polite, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um but yeah back to the the cake that i made this week so she she called super early um the day before she wanted it and then um she's like she wanted this she wants she called it a drunken barbie cake and it's like okay i think what you're talking about and she goes okay and she's like is there any like email i can send inspiration photos to so i gave her the email or whatever and she goes okay i'll send them right now and i was like okay and i was like well so if you can bring in, because we can't, we don't have like the Barbies or anything mm-hmm. to put on it, and I was like, you can, if you can bring in the stuff today, then I can put it on there for you, whatever. Because I don't work tomorrow. And she goes, oh, oh, okay, yeah, I'll send it right away. And then she <laughs> was like, okay. So when I went on break, I checked emails and stuff. Anyway, I ended up doing it, but yeah, it's just like it's a Barbie doll that you um, make look like it's throwing up sprinkles, um, and then you stick like little like what are the t- like it what are the tiny shot bottles just shot shots shoot see, I don't okay yeah <laughs> shooters see I don't I'm I don't surprised drink. that you can put alcohol on a cake um, but you can't do like the um printed pictures that are trademarked because like a alcohol label wouldn't that be trademarked yeah like, but I also didn't like sell it to her like um she bought them and I just put them on a cake it's not like I um I don't know it's like so a, it's if a weird somebody thing. bought so like this is a loophole that maybe people will try now, but if you bought like the edible like printed out like the edible picture or something mm-hmm. and brought it to you, could you put it on a cake? Like for instance, so- for example, the Days of Our Lives hourglass logo. <laughs> if I brought you that, could you put it on a cake? See, I'd have to ask my manager because there's a yes and a no. So I've done it before, like with Disney princesses. Mm-hmm. This lady bought hers like off Etsy or something and then mm-hmm. um, brought it in and I put it on there because she called before, like asked my manager if it was okay. Um, but I don't I don't know because like I also know some people will be like, no, we can't. So I don't know. But like people have brought in like um, picks for like cupcakes and stuff. So I can put those on there. So okay. it's like a weird thing I check. Like, with that stuff, I have to check with my manager so that way I don't get in trouble. <laughs> and be like, but, I mean, yeah. it is the Midwest, so you can mm-hmm. put alcohol on everything. Like, alcohol slides. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Although I did have to, um, had to cover it so that way, in case anybody else saw it, like, my, one of the store managers, she was like, 
you have to cover it so that way you know if any like elderly people see it they won't get cover, offended cover it <laughs> it's like okay like, so, cover the whole cake or just cover the shooters the whole cake so oh, i mean i got offended and i'm an, i'm not elderly i'm elderly yeah. in the mind but not in you know the, the physical yeah. sense yeah, I um, I made like a like a box for it, and then put um like a bag over it, so that way mm-hmm. no one could see what it was. Yep. But yeah, so it's just like a make sure no one gets offended, and then you're fine. <laughs> it's like okay, cool. But yeah, it was like, it's an interesting cake. It was kind of kind of fun because it was something different. But yeah, see, I like a challenge. I like trying new things. That's definitely a new thing. It's having a, a Barbie thing. that has alcohol poisoning lying mm-hmm. on the floor throwing up sprinkles. Yep. Oh, and also too, oh. um, when she handed me the Barbie, the shoes kept falling off. So I was like, okay, they're just going to be around the cake. Like That's she lost smart. her shoes. That's smart. <laughs> so I was like, put like like glitter like like that euphoria makeup like melted oh, glitter like yeah. makeup on her face like she'd been crying or like some smeared like, some like, do like some, you know like smeared lipstick some bakeries do that i did put like sprinkles on her mouth but that's because like i don't have <laughs> like the well i guess i could have used like food coloring i don't was know she was what was she what was her outfit did she have like a tank top that says like i have daddy issues or <laughs> oh no it was like a little like a patterned dress i think it was it's like one of the cheaper barbies but oh um... it wasn't a fancy are you telling me katrina that the fancy schmancy barbies wouldn't get alcohol poisoning and be passed out in the in a pile of their own vomit I'm sure some of the high, the high end ones. Barbies do that. (laughs) There's like two levels here. You got the the like the lower end Barbies and the high end Barbies. The middle Mm -hmm. ones they don't really drink, but the other two (laughs) they do. The other two drink. It's just that you know how much the quantity. Yes. Yep. But yeah, this one didn't have like the articulated knees, and so I was like trying to figure out how to. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. It was kind of fun. She loved it, so it's like, okay. I put, like, the drip around it, like, the uh, donut drip. See, I kind of like it. Like, I put it on, like, I'm excited for Halloween because I can put it on cakes, like, blood and stuff. I'm excited. So, like, that would be really cool. That would be cool. I wonder what kind of weird Halloween cakes you'll get. Like, severed parts and ickiness. I don't know. I guess, like, so, between a me and the... A spider web one would be cool. Ooh. Have like you seen a, that where you put, like, like, the marshmallows and you, like, stretch them between your hands? It makes a web. Uh-uh. Like a... Oh, yeah. I like thought... A... I was just thinking, like, a black cake and then, like, just, like, spider... Like, the white spider web, like, design yeah. over, like, the whole thing, you know? Yeah, like, the, you like, frosting and... Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, those are that, cool, too. That'd be cool. What were you thinking? So, look at... I've seen, like, a technique where you melt marshmallows and you kind of like stretch them between your hands and it gets mm-hmm. like a webby texture mm-hmm. and then you like stretch it and put it on the cake and it looks just like really like cobwebby kind of cool stuff so like, that i kind of want to try that <laughs> yeah that there's a lot neat. of fun stuff whenever we i think of marshmallows i always think of like the war crime of putting the peeps in the microwave <laughs> and like destroying like melting them like torture or they're jousting. Have you seen that? They stick toothpicks in yeah. their... <laughs> I did that, unfortunately. <laughs> I felt bad. Fun. How long have we been talking about bakery? Cakes? Too long. <laughs> oh my god. Alrighty. Let's... Are right. we recording? Yeah. Oh man, I didn't even know. All right. For, 20, for 19 minutes. <laughs> 
think has come and gone like three times. You can tell I'm not a drinker because I didn't even know the name of them. <laughs> I didn't know. I I learned what a shoot like it was actually called a shooter like late in life. Oh, did you? Okay. Oh yeah, like I didn't know what it was called. Okay, I just thought they're like called shots or something like. Just, yeah, like... that's what I thought too. And then oh, you know, okay. it has an actual technical term. <laughs> <sighs> I've seen a thing on TikTok where people do like you know like beer pong, but mm-hmm. they um so you have like a like a mixer like in the the cups and then you like pull up the side cup next to it and it has like the um the alcohol next to it like the shots so it's like you're shooting for like which mixed drink you're gonna get oh wait but it's not okay i get it oh did i i don't know it's like the cranberry is in one and the cup you toss it in but like, then... you're not drinking the thing that's in the cup right yeah i think you are like it's open that gets exposed isn't that the point of beer pong? You like toss the ping pong ball into it. Um, I've played it like that, and it's disgusting. See, that's what because I you get dirt in there and other people's hands. But usually, how I've played it classily, nice at nice parties, not nasty parties, nice parties. Okay, is which I go to. I go to the. I used to go to the nice parties, and I go to the nasty parties. <laughs> If my mother's listening. Um, but they put water in the beer pong cups, actually. And okay. then you yourself are holding your own drink. And then, oh, so okay. it's water. That makes that see, that seems more fun to me than drinking it's one that's healthier. Been on the floor. <laughs> yeah, because that is disgusting. It, yeah, and it's yeah. Nasty. Don't do it, people. Yeah. Play, what was it? Smarter, not harder. What is it? What's the same? Smarter, not harder. harder. Smarter, what's it? Smarter, not harder. Yeah, what? I think that's what it is. Or work smarter, not harder. Isn't that what it is? I think that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. This is not the podcast of sayings. No. I'm the worst. I'm the worst at them. I don't know. Like, I don't, I say them backwards like Yoda. What was the one that we used to, like, was it like the calling the kettle black or something like that? And you had it like mixed up. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, like that. I had the um what is it? The the stones with the glass houses or something. I have I don't even know it anymore, but I think I said it once and people are like, What? <laughs> it's like I heard it, it's a thing. No, it's not. <laughs> like that's not the thing. That's not the saying. It's mm-hmm. don't live in glass wait, people who live in glass houses should not throw cast the first stone or something not like that. Not throw stones or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I think I said the opposite. <laughs> I think I was like, don't throw stones at glass houses. <laughs> which is a good which is a good advice too. Cause you yeah, know it if it's a glass yeah. house, it's gonna be the walls are gonna break. Yeah, so don't do either one. So don't do either one. <laughs> I should just have a like a sayings book and they're all like <laughs> horribly wrong. That's what yes, we need it to be like a little pocketbook. Oh gosh. <laughs> Kendra's flip book of sayings. I say so many wrong. That'd be funny. Or even just like a t-shirt where it's just like a compilation of a bunch of sayings. <laughs> All right. What were we doing? The podcast? Uh, yes. Hey, Wanderers. Welcome back to the Foolish Wanderers podcast. The podcast about anything and everything. And today we're going to be exploring the topic of Lazarus species. so this actually kind of started i think i was watching like discovery channel or something and they started talking about um there was a creature i don't know if you've heard of it kendra the tasmanian tiger 
Oh, I know the devil from the cartoons. <laughs> yeah, yep. And They're I know also... the, the tigers from Tasmania, which is that little island south of Australia, I think, right? Yep, mm-hmm. and the um, they're also called thylacines. That ooh, yeah, that's kind of a cool name. Um, they actually kind of they're kind of a cool creature. They look they're kind of like a mix between like a wolf. They're marsupials, which is weird, but they look like a wolf with like a tiger striped butt. It looks like a pig to me. Like they look like that's pigs. A, okay, that's like a huge like long snout with a super wide jaw. Like a like a wolf made love to a striped pig. <laughs> Stripping, okay. And that's what it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's like I thought. See, I, I thought it was like a like a wolf, like a canine kind of thing. But no, mm-hmm. it's a marsupial, more like a kangaroo. Weird. So would they have it's pouches really then? I think so. Yeah. Let me double check that so I don't get that wrong. I mean, that's what marsupial means, right? Like they have mm-hmm. a external pouch where the ba- I always thought that was creepy. Pouches. <laughs> yeah. Kind of are, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Let's see. Yep. So the female thylacine had a pouch. This goes into way too like kind of inappropriate. I might cut this part out. I don't know if you want to hear it, but it's kind of funny. No. Okay. We'll skip it. No, I want to hear it now. Okay. Okay. I, wa- I watched the Game of Thrones spinoff last night. I can handle inappropriate. <laughs> okay. That whole show is inappropriate. Oh my goodness. Yeah, kind of is, All yeah. the sister wiving going around. Oh, oh. man. Alright. So this is the... um. So I- typed into google do thylacines have pouches because they're marsupials so mm-hmm. yeah just to double check but this is wikipedia's definition of what they have so the female thylacine had a pouch with four teats but unlike any like many other marsupials the pouch opened to the rear of its body so like instead of like a kangaroo you know it's like up it's like down should crawl up its butt <laughs> yeah, or no, like yeah. by its butt you know by its butt you know and then the males had a scrotal pouch, <laughs> unique amongst amongst the Australian marsupials, into which they would withdraw their scrotal sac <gasps> for protection. <laughs> eh, okay, that's part. <laughs> Wait, my oh, out. Scrotal pouch. <laughs> I'm not looking that up. <laughs> yeah. Nope. We, I don't want. But yeah, they're kind I wish of they like, were extinct. The thylacine? They technically yeah. are. Good. We think they are. So September 7th, 1936 was the last thylacine that was known to have passed away in captivity. Mm-hmm. There's actually a video of it. And like to me, they're not scary when their mouths are closed. But when they open their jaw, they have this massive jaw. It's like kind of like a boat, like a. I don't know, just like hinges, like unhinges, and it's weird. It's creepy. Ooh, do they have a video of the scrotum pouch? <laughs> you can look that up. I am <laughs> gonna keep my search history relatively PG. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so there was like some video of it, and you can kind of watch it go around the cage. It's kind of cool. Um, but then recently, in like some trail cams and stuff in Australia, people have thought to have seen like captured this thing moving around again. And so you can kind of Google it if you want to, but um, so it's like it, it sparked the idea for this podcast, but there's no like true proof that it's back, mm-hmm. or that it never went extinct. So that's why I didn't really do much research on this one. But there is videos of people claiming that they've seen thylacines walk through their their trails and stuff. So okay. so now it's it like Bigfoot. Be, yeah, basically. All right. Yeah, yeah got it. Yeah. It's Bigfoot with cool. a scrotum pouch. Okay, <laughs> got yes, it. it is. <laughs> what if Bigfoot is a marsupial? I mean, he's an ape, so yeah, that's true. You can't pull the wool over my eyes on that one. Well, we don't know yet, technically. 
the ape-like. Like, this is, like, the thylacine's wolf-like, but it's a marsupial. No, it's pig-like. Pig-like is not a pig. <laughs> it looks like a pig. Wait, no, like a boar. Like- it looks like a boar. Oh, my goodness, Inca. Do you hear her? Yeah, I do, yeah. Gosh. Is she upset about... What is she upset about? Hold on. I gotta go put the, my foot down. Not on her, <laughs> but just, you know, like, lay like the Like, next law. to her. Like, okay. hold on. I gotta go yell. She was on the deck verbally assaulting her friends. <laughs> so that just shows how great of parents we are. Oh. Uh, and she was allowed to go verbally assault friends. So I'm sure her friends that were playing with each other and didn't invite her, you know, oh. are glad they didn't invite her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this is what a, a thylacine looks like. It's like a like a wolf more so. It just looks like a pig. See, okay, listeners, you have to tell us if you think pig or canine. Pig, 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 pig. <laughs> okay. See, what I don't get is if you, if it's supposed to be like Taz, the Tasmanian devil. That's this is what he. One, no. Tasmanian devils are a different species. It is? Mm-hmm. They're more like a, kind of like a badger. Are thing. they, do they still exist? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it looks like Inca. <laughs> Tasmanian devil. <laughs> it does. It has the same like little. She has. If you Google Tasmanian devil, she has. She's like a black pomeranian, but she has yeah. like the patches. Like she has that same white patch that it has on its chest. Okay. Yeah. I can see. It. It looks like a homeless version of Inca. Like if Inca was on the streets, like lived <laughs> oh, on the streets. Like a hard version of Inca. Oh man. But yeah. I think this one's more pig-like. The thylacine is more wolf-like, I guess. Yes. (laughs) I don't even know how to spell it. Thylacine. um, Oh my gosh, I got it. Oh, you did. Good job. T-H-Y-L-A-C-I-N-E. Oh. (laughs) Okay. So let's get back into the definition of Lazarus species. So yeah, so the Tasmanian devils or. Tasmanian tigers kind of what sparked this episode, but today we're going to be talking about species that have actually been proven to come back from what we thought were extinct or from extinction. Alrighty, so the definition of a Lazarus species is a group of living things that are assumed to be extinct, but then later are discovered to exist either in like later fossil records or are unexpectedly found to be alive on the planet today. You know, sometimes like in like the weirdest places. So the term is a reference to to Lazarus from the Bible, who was raised from the dead by Jesus. Lazarus species can refer to organisms thought to be extinct or that are absent from the fossil record after showing up for several geological periods. Cool. I like the name. Lazarus. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So there's quite a few. And and we'll get to, um, so it's not just animals either. There's one plant in here that I have. So it's kind of cool. It's like plants and animals, flora, fauna. All the things. Mostly fauna. Mostly fauna. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Alrighty, so the first one we're going to get into is o- Omura's whale. So Omura's, Omura's whale, which resembles a small fin whale, was only named in 2003, and purely from dead specimens. So there were no, also no confirmed sightings of the species, which measures around 10 meters in length. Um, so like a meter is three feet, so around 30 feet long. Jeez. Yeah, so pretty big. And then afterwards suggesting it had already gone extinct because they haven't seen, you know, it's like they haven't seen them for a long time, if ever. 
so they think it's extinct. However, a population of small whales, which are pale on the right-hand side and darker on the left-hand side, was discovered off the coast of Madagascar in 2013, which was later confirmed via DNA evidence to be Omura's whale. This exciting discovery was a f- of the first living specimens was reported in 2015. This is a very new one. It's new. Oh. Yeah. It's kind of an interesting whale, too, because, like, it's, like, jaw looks like it opens up all the way to its eye. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of of an interesting whale. It's a very long, sleek-looking whale. I don't know. It looks... I don't know if I use sleek because, like, all the weird (laughs) disproportioned fins it has. Like, it has a dorsal fin, but it's teeny tiny it looks like the little um curly cue on the top of a dairy queen ice cream cone <laughs> it does yeah. and then it has a weird little tail like a little <laughs> tail like it's it was an afterthought <laughs> it's like a first iteration of a whale yeah it looks like that <laughs> i think some reports like said it kind of was like reminiscent of like a killer whale and like in its markings and stuff uh... It's I very, always thought, like, in my opinion, I always felt like a killer whale orca was very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, you say these are pretty? This <laughs> looks like the one that was kept under the stairs. Oh, for, no. Like, <laughs> no, my poor babies. Okay, I mean, they were hiding for a long time, so. Mm-hmm. Under the stairs? <laughs> They're free. <laughs> All right, so. So, just a heads up, Kendra, there's going to be a few different birds in here. I'm sorry. I think they're cool, though. Like, there's one in here that looks like a pear, and it's so cute. You may beg to differ, but just a heads up. No, I'm going to beg to differ. (laughs) Okay. So, the first one that I have is, the first bird is the Bermuda petrel. So, dramatic rediscovery of the Bermuda. The dramatic rediscovery of the Bermuda petrel, otherwise known as the Bermuda in Bermuda as a kahau, a name derived from its eerie cries. So I'm sure like it has eerie, eerie cries. cries. <laughs> um, has become one of the most inspiring stories in the history of nature conservation. These birds were believed to be extinct for 330 years, with the last sightings in the like around the 1620s. Wow. Then in 1951-18 nesting pairs were found on the, re- on the remote rocky inlets in Castle Harbor, Bermuda. Hi, Inga. She doesn't like these birds either, apparently. The <laughs> apple doesn't fall far from the tree. It's okay. So even the, even so, they're still battling extinction today with a global population of just more than 250 individuals. So they're still very endangered. Mm-hmm. The Bermuda petrel is the second rarest seabird in the world and is a symbol of hope for nature conservation. That's kind of cool, even though I don't like them. (laughs) Fair, yeah. I I don't agree with their existence, but... They're pretty birds, though. They have, like, a, like, kind of, like, a tannish, dark gray, like, top to their wings, their body, and then their underside is white. It's kind of a cool, like, contrast. To me, it's cool. Kendra's... Scowling. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> but okay. good for them. Right. Oh, dang it. I didn't title this one. Just a second. Wait, the, what is it? Like a little... I'll title it. <laughs> You're going to make up a title for this one? It looks like an elephant made love to a possum. How do you get elephant? It's got like a tusk thing. Not a tusk, but it's got like a little trunk, right? It has... It's, it's like a nose. Is it a proboscis? Like a... It's like an anteater? <laughs> I don't know. They compare it to a shrew. Oh, I love the taming of the shrew. The shrews. 
Have you seen that? I don't think so. I've seen the um the shrew where they made it sing Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> is an amazing was video. Ta- <laughs> I was talking about the Shakespeare play. <laughs> I wasn't talking about a shrew. <laughs> Dang it. Oh. <laughs> we have two very different cultures. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I, have you seen the play of The Taming of the Shrew? No, but I saw a music video where the shrew sang the fun of Panama the Opera. What the? No, I kind of want to see it later. Wait, which song was it? Um, it's which song? Of, like, we're, um, oh, what's her name? The main actress. Um, she's singing to the Phantom. It's like all those super high notes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if you guys, I'll try to leave like a link to it down in the description. It's one you of my mean, favorite videos. You mean that some like they made a shrew play Christine Daae, <laughs> opera singer, and they only made her do like the 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 shrew sing the arias? Yeah, <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my god! Yeah, angel of music. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it so much. Show me it again. <laughs> Them high notes, they got those lungs. <laughs> I think it's because it has a, such a big mouth that it's able to hit those, oh those octaves. Goodness. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's hilarious! Of uh, Phantom of the Opera's leaving Broadway. Oh, really? And yeah, it's the longest running oh. Broadway show. Yeah, and I think that the they should replace it with shrews. <laughs> Oh I think that would goodness. be a thousand times better. Can you imagine? Okay, so like <laughs> the beginning of the Phantom of the Opera is like they're going, like, they're on that little boat, like mm-hmm. moving through like the fog. Yeah. Can you imagine if there was like it was a little teeny tiny boat <laughs> and it was shrews on there and one had a mask and the other one has a dress? And they oh see this. I would pay to see that. It would be so much more money to see that than the regular fan of the opera with humans. Oh, I'd love it so much. Or we just need to make it, just like, just figure out how to animate that or like get shrews, pay shrews enough to do that for us. That's our new project. There has to be some sort of like shrew (gasps) tamer. Shrew tamer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I still forgot. To find its actual name. Is it Alejandro? 
Is that how you say it? Like the Lady Gaga it. song? Like its name's Alejandro? Ali Alejandro? Ali Alejandro? Yes. <laughs> okay. The Cubans say Solid Solindon. Oh, it's not as good. No. Oh, it's Cuban. I like a good Cuban sandwich. Those are good. Mm-hmm. Don. Okay. Sounds like <laughs> that seriously sounds like a dinosaur. It does, yes. Well, it kind of is a dinosaur. But like right. a cute, fluffy one. Yeah, it's cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so cute, though, when you hear what it does. Oh, so, gosh, I'm scared. <laughs> so, the cute... Is it incestuous? No, uh, not to my knowledge. Okay. Um, so, the, <laughs> the next one is the Cuban Solinodon. So, this strange-looking insectivore is so rare that only 37 specimens have ever been caught. It looks kind of like a shrew, like a bigger version of a shrew. I thought it was a shrew. Yeah, it looks like a little mm-hmm. snoot. Yep. So initially discovered in 1861, no individuals were found from 1890 to 1974. Wow. So almost like 100 years. So unusual among mammals in that its saliva is venomous. What? What? <laughs> yep. So the most recent Cuban Solanodon sighting was in 2003. It sparked giving the individual a name, Alejandrito. It looked similar to a shrew, but it is in fact most closely related to the Madagascaran Trenrec family. Alejandrito? <laughs> Alejandrito. Mm-hmm. Alejandrito. Yes. It's got it's venom? Its saliva is venomous, yeah. Oh, not so cute anymore. Are you a hound Dorito? Yeah, but it looks like a cross between a shrew and like a possum. Like a just, U- yeah, US yeah. possum. Mm-hmm. Just don't let it, Just if you see a shrew, just don't let it lick you. That's all I have to say. <laughs> okay. Don't let shrews lick you. These are just over a foot length. So yeah, shrews are a lot tinier than these things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wow, a foot. A foot. And 14 inches. Woo. I think that includes tail, though. So. Oh. <laughs> it, I mean, the tail's most of it. Yeah. It's yeah, got it that is. nasty possum tail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So the next one I have is the Australian night parrot. This is the one that looks like a pear, and it's so cute to me. Kendra hates it. But I think it's like it's a pear? Adorable. It looks like a pear. Like, so this thing, it's uh, nocturnal. So they, like, kind of, like, it hunches on the ground and, like, hides, but it's bright green. Okay, so not seen since 1912, the night parrot or ghost parrot. Oh my gosh, that is terrifying. A ghost parrot? I hate parrots, and okay. a ghost parrot would be, like, a ghost chicken would probably be the worst. A ghost chicken. Because <laughs> that is curious. Yeah, does that mean KFCs are really haunted? Yes. No, well, they don't <laughs> kill them there, right? No, I don't think so. Uh-uh, yeah. Maybe like the first ones, but not yeah, anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> So the ghost parrot was very much the stuff of legend and folklore until a dead one was found spotted outside a road in Queensland in 1990. After that, the search for what is essentially a fat, ground-dwelling budgie began. But it was Aww, not. <laughs> this that's is like how I would article. describe myself. The budgie. <laughs> fat, ground-dwelling budgie began. Beaten. Well, I think a budgie is a um. It's a like budgie. A parrot. Like a parrot. It's a parrot. A budgie. Yeah. It I sounds like a cute nickname, like Budgie. Wait, is budgie. A, a Budgie's a parrot? I'm pretty sure it is. Let me double check. Budgie. Oh, it's a like a little yeah, it's like a little parakeet or like a um you know like those in those <laughs> pet store, you know, like where it's like the green and yellow ones or like the blue and gray. 
That's a yeah. budgie. Budgie. Just little parakeets. Mm-hmm. Cute I, meme. I always think of the movie Dumb and Dumber where they sell that little blind boy the parakeet that's head popped off and the head's like taped on. Oh no, that's And he's horrible. like petting it and he's like, pretty bird, pretty bird. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible, but I laugh. <laughs> of course you did. I mean, it's okay. so messed up. It's funny. It's so sad. It's funny. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, so the ghost parrot see, was not seen alive until 2013 when it was photographed by John Young, a naturalist who spent 15, 15 years looking for it. Wow. Basically, that was like his night mission. That was his, his goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he like spent all these years like like going out at night and hunting for this bird. So like, and he found he actually took a lot of photos of it. So that's how they proved that it still existed. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think this is the last bird. <laughs> there's so many birds. There's a lot of birds. Believe me, there's a lot more I could have added to this list, but. Where are the fluffy yeah. look like Pomeranian like animals? Huh, Katrina? Where are they? It's <laughs> not that I'm getting like. There's a lot of rodents, reptiles, and birds. I'd rather have rodents. Give me rodents all day oh. long. Okay, I can try to find some more later. But birds, <laughs> birds, yeah. I'm not a fan. <laughs> all right, so this next one is the Takahi. So it's thought that the ancestors of the Takahi flew to New Zealand from Australia millions of years ago. Once they established the species gradually became larger in size and lost its ability to fly so they kind of look like i don't know if they're like quite they look like dinosaurs no they They look like dinosaurs to me these ones are the creepiest like birds out of the bunch to me yeah they they are yeah the more dinosaur like the more i don't like it i don't like it (laughs) to me they look like a shorter necked smaller build dodo bird but they're blue and green they're kind of like their feathers are pretty um, but yeah, they, I can see the dinosaur. Yeah, dinosaur, dinosaur. But like they they started like millions of years ago. So yeah. So so once rats, cats, dogs, and pigs were introduced to New Zealand by Polynesian settlers and European colonists, the Takahi population plummeted. With the last four wild examples being killed in 1898, or so it was thought. Rumors of the bird's continued existence and unconfirmed sightings over the years convinced the government and academia to mount an organized search for any survivors. Their efforts were rewarded on November 20th of 1948, when a team led by Joffrey Orbell rediscovered the Takahi near an isolated lake in the Murchhausen Mountains. Did you say Munchausen Mountains? Murchhausen. Oh, sorry. Murchinson. No, you got it. No, you said Munchausen Mountains. You got to yeah. keep it. No. How do you. Murchison? The Murchison? Murchison Mountains? Yeah, we just suck at pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. Murchison. Murchison Mountains. Mm-hmm. As of 2013, it is estimated that about 260 birds exist under official protection and close monitoring in New Zealand's Fjordland National Park. Joffrey. Joffrey. I don't trust I a man named Joffrey. Don't you? Nope. Isn't, isn't the Toys R Us giraffe named Joffrey? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't trust him. <laughs> if it is. Okay. okay. Game of Thrones ruined that name for me. Oh, no. See, I didn't watch that show, so. But you did, didn't even hear about like jo- how evil Joffrey was, like in memes or anything like that? I've, I've heard of it, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, he's the worst... Yeah. character in existence 
<laughs> Great. The worst. Makes me want to watch it. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> should replace. Okay, if the giraffe from Toys R Us, like name is <laughs> Joffrey, someone should Photoshop its head, like in Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Like, <gasps> please do that, Kendra. That would be funny. Figure that out. <laughs> I can I can do that. Yep, Joffrey the giraffe. Oh my god. G E O F F R E Y. Now I gotta do it. <laughs> I gotta do it. How the heck do you even remember that? You're like, oh, it's Joffrey. Joffrey. Joffrey think, the giraffe. Well, because I think um, because they just closed down recently in the U.S., so it's. I thought they were trying to do like a comeback. I think they are. I think they just announced that, but. When it was all closing down, the giraffe was like everywhere, and like I think it, yeah, was I think I giraffe, heard it again. The giraffe was everywhere because it had no job, or yeah, <laughs> like, or... Yeah, like memes of him. Yeah. All right. All right. So moving on to the next one, we have a plant, a nut, and this is actually a melon. Gram a nut. <laughs> it's a melon. Oh, oh, it's a melon. It's a melon. Oh, never mind. <laughs> a melon. A watermelon. So, uh, a watermelon to keep me clean. Those those are the best clients. Wait, what was the... I got the... What was it? Wait, wait what's the whole um, phrase? It's like something about Pantene. Like, well, she got Pantene something. And then I got uh-huh. watermelon to keep me clean. Yep, that's it. Something with Pantene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That was great. I love Vine. Okay. R.I.P. <laughs> so, R.I.P. Vine. Okay, so the next one is called the Montreal Melon. So, are they a hockey team? I'm pretty sure the, they're a hockey team. Please be a hockey team. They're not, yes, but no. they should be. <laughs> the Montreal Melons. Montreal Melons. <laughs> so the Montreal Melons were once the most popular and marketable melons in eastern North America. Grown from the farmlands of southern Quebec province to parts of northern Vermont, these savory fruit grew up to 20 pounds in weight, and were praised for their thin rinds, pale jade green flesh, <laughs> and slightly spicy. Some say were reminiscent of nutmeg flavor. Flavor. I would describe myself like that as well. Thin rinds. I've been praised for my skin. thin rinds. <laughs> 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 Your nutmeg spicy flavor. Yes. Ew. <laughs> oh, no. So without a doubt, the Montreal melon was the unchallenged king fruit in pre-World War II era. However, one of its attributes, the thin rind, led to its commercial downfall as modern agribusiness techniques came to the forefront during and after the war. In 1996, some Montreal melon seeds were found in a seed bank maintained by the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Ames, Iowa. Oh, yeah, and this spectacular melon cultivar has since regained a toehold among select artisan farmers in the Montreal area. So yes, they're starting to grow these Montreal melons again. I don't. I I would try it. Would you? Yeah. It says it grows up to twenty pounds. That's a big melon. I mean, I wouldn't buy it because it'd be a waste. Because I wouldn't. That's I can't true. eat that much. But like, That's little, true. like a little ball, like a little ball of it. I try like a little slice or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little slice. Kind yeah. of fun. Uh-huh. Try a piece yeah, of Montreal melons should definitely be a hockey team. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. Be Even funny. just like a little local one. Oh yeah. Next one we have are the Lord Howe stick insects. The what? Sometimes the Lord Howe stick insects. Okay, insects. Yep. <laughs> so sometimes referred to as land lobsters, or no. my, or my favorite name, walking sausages. <laughs> 
Ugh. Are people eating these? What? What's with the weird names? I I don't know. They they're kind of gross looking though. They're like big, like pudgy. Someone like, has to be eating them then, right? I I'm sure people have tried. I know, mean, they have two like land lobster. A lobster's mm-hmm. a food. Yes. And then walking sausages. You might mm-hmm. as well say like walking dinner menu or something, right? Yeah. Did you know that lobsters used to be um, like considered prison food? Yeah, and then crabs yeah. were like the food that you wanted. Like no one yeah. wanted to eat lobster. No, they're the gross things. Yeah, they were like that's for the poor's. We don't want lobster. Puh, puh, puh. And now and look that, at it. <laughs> yep, exactly. Now you look at it. Oh man, pay twenty bucks at least for a lobster. Oh, yeah. more market price, yeah, baby. Nice market one, yeah. price. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? What? They didn't even put the damn um price on there there's a gold market price true go, do, do you remember um did your walmart like did, did you grow up with a walmart near you um no but i remember there being those live tanks when i yeah. would go to yep. walmart yep because i remember like when i was a kid we used to go to some walmarts and they'd have um the live lobsters and i always mm-hmm. felt bad for them because they never looked like oh it's healthy. messed up well <laughs> yeah. and like in red lobster too I, that's where i, I remember mm-hmm. mostly from red lobster yeah you'd be like i want to eat that one mama <laughs> that's really sad too because you're like oh i'm gonna pick out the live thing i'm gonna eat yeah and then they boil you boil it to death mm-hmm. i like how martha stewart does it she puts them in vodka <laughs> and then she's like she they're does. have fun she's like they're having fun while they're dying <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there you go. That's a good I way love, to put it. I love Martha Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see anything about eating them. Somebody had. They, some weird I'm sure somebody did. Yeah, somebody did. I'm sure out of desperation, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so a Lord Howe-stick insect is considered the rarest insect in the world. The once plentiful insect became prey to the invasive black rats brought to the <laughs> island by a shipwreck in the 1920s. Rats aboard the ship went to work devouring the giant insects, and they were thought to have been entirely eradicated by the rodents by the 1930s. Until 1960, when a few when a few fresh tree lobster corpses were found. Ew. <laughs> yep. And so then in 2001, researchers found 24 live insects on the small inlet of Ball's Pyramid, the world's tallest and most isolated sea stack or a tower of volcanic rock that is 14 miles off the coast of Lord Howe Island. The 24 live insects were collected and then bred in captivity. Then researchers are awaiting successful eradication of the rats on the island before re-releasing the tree lobsters to their home. Pretty cool. Yeah, so this is kind of interesting. They're kind of creepy looking insects. They look like a pudgy the grasshopper, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Save the walking sausages! <laughs> the walking sausages. Yes. All right, so this is the last one that I have is the colacanth, and this is a giant fish. Yes. This is one that actually, like, in most of these, like, websites I checked out, this is the one that people are the most excited about, and you'll see why in just a second. Does it cure cancer or what? No, I wish. Okay. No. So the colacanth are an ancient order of fish believed to have gone. <laughs> Sorry. Wait. It's a club? It's a, it's a club. It's an ancient order. Is it an ancient order of fish? It's an ancient, ancient order. It's like the Illuminati? Fish. Yes. It's the Illuminati I, of fish. 
Yes, but they did not use a triangle. They use like a circle. Well, they don't use a triangle. Does the Illuminati, the Illuminati is an eye. The triangle's the Freemasons. I thought the Illuminati was triangle with like an eye in the middle. I think it's a pyramid with an eye in the middle. And I think a triangle no one uses, but I guess the Illuminati uses it because it's a pyramid. It is a triangle. So I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <And> I think <laughs> I forgot what the yes. Masons use. <laughs> I thought the, what, they use like a compass like the- thing, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, like the drawing compass. I gotta look it up. I think it's like for one for drawing, right? Because that makes sense for Mason. It's like, yeah, it's a compass with like the um, the angled ruler. I can't even remember what it's called. It's called the square ruler, you know, where it's like an L shape. Yeah, yeah. And then there's just a G in the middle for Joffrey. <laughs> just a G. For Joffrey. And Joffrey. Ah, oh, dang it. The giraffe, Joffrey. who's the leader of it. <laughs> okay. Good for you, Joffrey. Continue with the order of the ancient fish. Ancient fish. So the order of an ancient fish is believed to have they have believed to have gone extinct at the end of the Crustaceous period, some like sixty-five plus million years ago. So that was until nineteen thirty-eight, when one was miraculously discovered off the east coast of South Africa, near the mouth of the Good luck. Thank you. Chalumana River. Good job. Before this time, scientists only knew the creature from setting its fossils. So now it's nicknamed the living fossil. They look almost identical to from their fossils, like from millions of years ago. Yeah. They haven't changed much. Not much. Nope. So closely related to the lungfishes and tetrapods, coleants are among the oldest living jawed fishes known to exist. And they can live as long as 100 years and swim at depths of 90 to 100 meters, or about like 900 Sorry, 295 to 330 feet. Wow. And they're pretty rem- big. Yeah, really big. Kind of reminds me of a sturgeon, how a sturgeon looks very like, prehistoric, like old, just looks like a, just an ancient primitive thing. They're yeah. not cute like a clownfish. They're- <laughs> no, they're like, they mean business. <laughs> they mean business. No. They're part of an ancient fish order, you know. Oh, yes. Clownfish so are not. <laughs> they're the new fish order yeah they're part of the new fish order <laughs> so the coleanth can grow up to or more than two meter two meters so like over six feet long so yeah these are big fish i'd eat it <laughs> you'd feast on it for days oh yeah weeks weeks <laughs> freeze that thing yeah yeah yep but yeah this thing it like it looks like a prehistoric animal it has like somewhat big eyes for a fish teeth it's expected to look like the ocean floor. Yeah. Camouflage. Cool. Yes. Very good. So, yeah. So, some of the sources I used for my research are Wikipedia, of course, Forbes, treehugger.com, howstuffworks.com, newscientist.com, newyorktimes.com, theconversation.com, and webecoist.com. Mm-hmm. Good job. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was your favorite? The shrew. The shrew. But it wasn't even a shrew. Just the shrew. <laughs> it's not a shrew. Something that yeah, wasn't even the on the list. Okay, yes. It was the shrew. The singing shrew. Mm-hmm. Yes, we need to make it a musical. Yes. Oh, yes. Coming to Broadway near you. <laughs> I should tell you. So, um, this past weekend, I went to like off-Broadway performance of Hairspray with my sister. Was it good or was it bad? It was, it was really good. Um, 
but one of the like in the first song like good morning baltimore you know mm-hmm. where tracy sings about like the da- the rats dance around my feet you know like that kind of thing they had two motorized rats spinning in circles <laughs> with their own they had their own spotlight and it was so cute <laughs> <laughs> followed them followed them around because they're like spinning in circles yeah and they went off stage and the spotlight followed them <laughs> oh that's funny that's a cute touch oh that's so cute. funny it was funny <laughs> Oh, yes. All right, Wanderers, thank you so much for listening to another Foolish Wanderers podcast. If you have any ideas for future episodes, please feel free to email us at fwplisteners at gmail.com or just if you want to give us a hey, a shout out, or like say hi. We'd love that. And as always, new episodes of the FWP are released usually Wednesday, Thursday, weekly from, and you can get it from wherever you get this podcast from. And make sure you like, subscribe, comment, and hit that notifications button for when new episodes drop. Peace. All right, Wanderers, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next time.